Chapter 11 of On the Trail, an outdoor book for girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Henry. On the Trail, an outdoor book for girls by Lena Beard. Chapter 11, Useful Knots and How to Tie Them square knots hitching knots other knots every outdoor girl should know what knots to use for various purposes and how to tie them but only those which will be found useful on the trail are given here terms used in knot tying there are three different kinds of bends that are given a rope in the process of tying a knot and each bend has its own name you must learn these in order to understand the directions for knot tying. They are the bite, the loop, and the round turn. The bite, figure 46, is made by bending the rope so that the sides are parallel. The loop, figure 47, is made by lapping one rope of the bite across the other. The round turn Figure 48 is made by carrying one rope of the loop all the way around to the other side, making half of the loop double. Square knot. This is probably what you would at first call a hard knot, and so it is a hard knot to come untied of itself or to slip, but it is easy to untie when necessary. The hard knot most people tie is not quite the same as the square knot, though it does resemble it. The ordinary hard knot is what is known as the granny knot, a slurring name which means a failure. The granny knot will not always stay tied. It often slips, and it cannot be trusted when absolute security is needed. Begin the square knot with the single first tie, figure 49. You see the end, X, turns up over the other rope, while the end, O, laps under the rope. Now bring the two ends together, lapping X over O, figure 50. Then pass X back under O, making the single tie once more. Now compare what you have done with figure 51. Notice in the drawing that the ends of rope X are both over the right-hand bite, and the ends of rope O are both under the left-hand bite. Draw the square knot tight, and it looks like figure 52. You cannot make a mistake in tying the square knot if you remember to notice which end is on top, or laps over the other rope when the first single tie is made, figure 49, and then be sure to lap this same end over the other end in making the second tie, which finishes the knot. Figure 8 Knot Use the figure 8 knot to make a knot on the end of a rope or to prevent the end of the strands from untwisting. Form a loop like figure 53 near the end of the rope, bringing the short end over the long rope. Then 
pass the short end under the long rope once, as shown by dotted line, and carry it up, over, and through the loop. Figure 54. Pull it up tightly to bring the end square across the rope. Figure 53. This knot is not difficult to untie. Bowline knot. To form a loop that will not slip and yet may be easily untied, use the bowline knot. 1. When the loop is not fastened to anything, use the overhand method of tying it. First, measure off sufficient rope for the loop you wish to make and hold the place with your left hand. This place is indicated by the arrow in figure 56. Then, with your right hand, throw the short end of the rope over the long rope, figure 56. Still holding the short end with your right hand, with the left hand, bring the long rope up to form a loop over the end, figure 54. Now, with your right hand, take up the end, draw it farther through the loop, and pass it behind the long rope above the loop from right to left. Figure 58. Bring the end forward again and slip it downward through the loop. Figure 59. Draw the knot tight and it cannot slip no matter how great the strain. 2. Use the underhand method when the loop is passed around something or through a ring. This loop may be put around the neck of a horse or cow without danger of injury, for it will not slip and tighten. It can also be used in place of the hitching tie. Slip the rope through the ring or around the object from left to right while you hold the long rope in your left hand. Take a half hitch around the long rope, passing the end over the long rope, then under it. This makes a loop like figure 60. Transfer this loop from the short rope to the long rope by holding loosely or giving slack with the left hand and pulling up with the right. A little practice will enable you to do this easily. Figure 61 shows the loop transferred to the long rope with the short end passing through it. At this stage, carry the short end over, then under the long rope below the loop, figure 62. Then up and through the loop as in figure 63. Tighten the knot by pulling on both the long rope and the short end. Sheep shank knot. It is sometimes necessary to shorten a rope temporarily and not desirable to cut it, and the sheep shank knot solves the problem. It is used by sailors who do not believe in cutting ropes. It will stand a tremendous strain without slipping, but will loosen when held slack and can be untied by a quick jerk of the two outside ropes forming the bites. Begin by bending the rope to form two bites, as in A, figure 64. 
carry the single rope over at the top of the bend, then under to form a half hitch, as in B. Do the same with the other single rope at the bottom of the bend, C, and draw both ends tight, D. With a little practice, this can be done very quickly. If the rope is to be permanently shortened, pass the end through the first and second bites at the bend, as in E, and the knot will hold for any length of time. The Parcel Slip Knot This is the simplest of all knots to start with in tying up a parcel. Begin by making a knot about one inch from the end of your twine, using the single tie like F, figure 65. If this does not make the knot large enough, use the figure 8 knot. The single tie is sufficient in ordinary cases. Wrap your twine once around your parcel, lapping the long twine over the knotted end, as in G. Bring the knotted end over the long twine, forming a bite, then over and under its own twine with the single tie, H. Draw the tie up close to the knot at the end. The knot prevents it from slipping off. Now the long twine may be drawn tight or loosened at will, and will hold the first wrap in place while the twine is being wrapped around the package in a different place. Cross-tie parcel knot. When you have two or more parallel twines on your parcel and have begun to bring down the cross line, secure it to each twine in this way. Bring the long twine down and loop it under the first twine to form a bite, as in I, figure 66. Then, carry the long twine over itself, forming a loop, J, then under the first twine, as in K. Draw tight and proceed to the second twine, making the same cross tie. When you have carried your cross line entirely around the parcel, tie it securely to the first twine where it began and finish with a single tie knot, making a knot on the last end of the twine close to the fastening to keep the end from slipping through. Fisherman's Knot The fisherman's knot is used by fishermen to tie silkworm gut together. It is easily untied by pulling the two short ends but it never slips. Lay the two ropes side by side, L, figure 67. Then make a loop around one rope with the other rope, passing the end under both ropes, M. Bring the end over and into the loop to make a single tie, N. Tie the end of the second rope around the first rope in the same manner, N, and draw both knots tight, O. Halter, slip, or running knot. The halter, or slip knot, is often convenient, but should never be used around the neck of an animal, for if either end is pulled, it will slip and tighten, thereby strangling the creature. First, Form a bite, then, with one end of the rope, make a single tie around the other rope, figure 68.
half hitch. If you have anything to do with horses or boats, you must know how to make the proper ties for hitching the horse to a post or a boat to a tree, stump, or anything else that is handy. The half hitch is a loop around a rope with the short end secured under the loop, figure 69. This answers for a temporary but not a secure fastening. Timber hitch. When you want a temporary fastening, secure yet easily undone, make a timber hitch, figure 70. Pass the rope around an object. Take a half hitch around the rope and pass the short end once more between the rope and the object. Hitching tie. If the hitching tie is properly made and the knot turned to the right of the post, the stronger the pull on the long end of the rope, the tighter the hold, and the loop will not slip down even on a smooth, plain post. If the knot is turned to the left or is directly in front, the loop will not pull tight and will slide down. For the reason that the loop will tighten, the hitching tie should never be used around the neck of a horse, as it might pull tight and the animal be strangled. In making the hitching tie, first pass the rope from left to right around the post, tree, or stump. Bring it together and hold in the left hand. The left hand is represented by the arrow, figure 71. With the right hand, throw the short end of the rope across the ropes in front of the left hand, forming a loop below the left hand, figure 72. Slip the right hand through this loop, grasp the rope just in front, and pull it back to form a bite as you make a chain stitch in crocheting. Figure 73. Down through this last bite, pass the end of the rope and pull the knot tight. Figure 74. End of chapter 11.